Hello, funky listeners. Hi. Hi. I'm the only funky listener. <laughs> I know. This is Funk Radio. Your favorite podcast, probably. This is your host, Peter, and I'm joined by another host named Kyle. Kyle. So, Kyle, I recently had this idea of kind of doing like miniature episodes, basically tackling little familiar tunes that like everyone is familiar with, but no one really knows anything about them. Or in some cases, even what they're called. So I thought that might be an interesting little musical thing to talk about. Um, We came up with two, at least to get started on this. I don't know if we'll ever come up with more, but whatever. (laughs) Would you? So you kind of did research on one, I did research on the other. Um, Do you know which one you'd like to tackle in this episode? Uh, Let's tackle the first one that we came up with because I know far less about that one. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) I'm going to start off without even saying anything. I'm just going to play a very short musical tune and yeah you'll probably recognize it i think you'd probably be fairly hard pressed to find someone who's not familiar with that tune every person who has gone to their grandmother's house who had, a, <laughs> yeah. who had like an old timey, uh, what are those things called? Grandfather clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I associate it with too. Um, I'm sure probably a lot of people do. So that little tune that you just heard, um, as you might know from the title of the episode, is called the Westminster Quarters. Uh, it's also sometimes referred to as the Westminster Chimes or the Cambridge Quarters. Basically, this has been used in you know clocks worldwide for centuries and like we said kind of everybody knows this tune um having done research on it the name kind of does ring a bell pun intended Mm -hmm. but generally like i had to do a bit of digging to figure out what the name of it was beyond that i don't really know anything else about it so you know i bet neither do you listeners like i said it's been used on clocks basically everywhere forever uh i think grandfather clocks and old-timey clocks i think especially are where it has come into play the most today i don't think it's really used too commonly no um not at least not in household clocks you know sometimes you'll hear it used in doorbells uh or even school bells um something i didn't know is that in countries such as japan south korea china and taiwan a lot of the schools there play these chimes to signal the beginning and end of the periods of school. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I guarantee you in most countries, you know, there are some schools that do the same thing. And so these the, the Westminster quarters are most famously associated with Big Ben. And doing some research online, I found a lot of people asking, like, what is the Big Ben chimes and whatnot? So... A lot of people are just like, okay, that's the, you know, it came from Big Ben. I think a lot of people um, uh, make that assumption, although that's not actually true because Big Ben was built in, oh God, where is it? 1859. So it's really old, but the song is actually even older, being written 66 years before that um, in 1793, which is really old. 
So it was actually originally written uh, specifically for a new clock in the Church of St. Mary the Great at the University of Cambridge, which is why it has the original name of the Cambridge Quarters. There's actually some debate over who actually composed it. It is known that Reverend Dr. Joseph Jowett, the Regius Professor of Civil Law at Cambridge, was given the task, although he may have passed on the actual work uh, to a, a couple of different people. Um, either Dr. John Randall, who was the professor of music, or his pupil, William Crotch. So, Crotch. So, between those three guys, one of them wrote it, or it could have been a combination of the three. When I was reading about that, it kind of reminded me a little bit of when we've talked about turn-of-the-century technology before with Thomas Edison, where he got a lot of the credit for a lot of inventions that actually, like, his pupils like Tesla came up with right. Or just other people in general. Yes. Um, I, I don't think it's really safe to put a single person's name on there, but you know, it's one of, probably one of those guys. So I think the most people are familiar, are most familiar with the full version of the tune, which is what we played um, a minute ago, but it, there's actually four variations on it, which is actually, I, I guess I knew this, but I kind of forgot that, um, it only will play a portion of it at the first quarter, half hour, and three quarters hour. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically, it plays, you know, the first quarter will play only the four, first four notes, then the half hour play the first eight notes, and then so on, until it plays the entire thing in the full hour, followed by the number of strikes of the bell for the hour itself. And so the tune itself contains only four notes, which are G sharp, F sharp, E, and B, but they're played in different permutations and uh, pitches depending on uh, which portion of the song you're talking about. So actually, f- just for funsies, I'll play um, the first four notes that are played in the first quarter hour. Uh, and then you'll here's the half hour version. And then the three quarter hour version. And, of course, we already played the the full one. So, pretty simple concept. We don't really need to (laughs) beat the horse dead with that one. Um, I actually didn't know that uh, the Westminster Quarters have lyrics. I did not Uh, either. Yeah, it's basically a prayer. Uh, It goes, All through this hour, Lord be my guide, that by thy power no foot shall slide. Um, I did find that there are actually several variations of this depending on where you go or who you ask, but the one I just read is inscribed on the on a plaque in the Big Ben clock room. So um, I think in general, it's kind of safe that Big Ben is kind of the, the gold standard uh, for this tune, even though that's not technically where it It's began. the baby Jesus of clocks. That is a phrase I would not have thought of, but yes, probably, yeah. Isn't Big Ben closed... F- for repairs i saw something about that i don't know if that's still happening or if it finished i see on august 21st of last year so just over a year ago it started a four-year renovation um so i get it's actually not chiming right now during their renovation so it's good it's it's quiet right now so if you want to hear big ben's version of this tune you'll have to go on to youtube or something 
or stand in front of it for another three years or so. Oh. And just wait. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this isn't a super in-depth topic. I don't know a whole lot we can say about it. But I guess that's kind of the point of these, right? Is that True. <laughs> it's a simple thing. A lot of people know it. A lot of people probably don't know much about it until now because of Funk Radio. What I want to know, so obviously this thing that was written and used in Big Ben, since it was written 66 mm. years before Big Ben, is Big Ben the first non-Cambridge clock that they used it in, or did they use it for other clocks and it's just Big Ben is the most famous? I'm not positive. I want to say it was probably the second clock to use it. Um, After but I, university? Yeah, but I mean, like, for how old that is, like, who the hell knows? Probably a lot of people actually know that, but I did not find that in my research. On a secondary... It's funk radio way to just say, it's old, whatever. <laughs> On a secondary note, isn't Cambridge, like, the one of the oldest universities in the world? I would imagine so, if the clock tower was built in the 1700s. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> it was founded in 1209. Hmm. That's pretty old. Damn. That's impressive. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, listeners, if you can think of any other weird mechanical chimes that are famous, uh, let us know. And if they're interesting, we'll do episodes on them. If these chimes make you think of your grandma, tell us on Facebook I want- at facebook.com slash get your funk. I was going to say, I secretly want to do one on how La Cucaracha became a car horn sound. Uh, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as famous as the Chimes of Big Ben. So Maybe that's part of the renovations that they're doing with the clock tower, <laughs> is that they're changing it so to place the Cucaracha instead. <laughs> that would be both amazing and really sad. There needs to be some kind of alternate history thing with that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, oh, we also have getyourfunk.com if you want to listen to longer episodes that are more informative and more fun than this one was. Bye. Bye. We love you. <laughs>